even a song or two. My name is Reverend Hill. I am here today with my anointed, precious, lovely wife who has a message from above. So I want you to situate yourselves and prepare your hearts and minds to receive what she has been given from above and prepare for what thus saith the Lord. Good morning, good morning, good morning to all of our faithful friends and listeners. And welcome, welcome, welcome to you, all of you that are new listeners today and newcomers, all of the baby Christians. We just want to welcome you to Ark of the Covenant Ministries with my husband. Reverend Derek Hill today. Forgive me today if I sound a little strange. I'm being bothered with these sinuses again with this weather, the weather cold or hot or whatever. My sinuses just mess up so bad. So just bear with me. I ask you please this morning. Of course, today we will be continuing our real life stories and testimonies. Life has many storms and storms come in many forms. We want to thank God today for all of the people that actually give us true testimonies and they're willing to share their life stories with us, real life true stories. And some of them have been delivered from the snare of Satan and the shackles has been broken. God has delivered them and some are still praying and asking for prayer and deliverance. So I'm asking that every prayer warrior, every anointed one, Every sister and brother in Christ, even the newcomers and the baby Christians that is learning to pray, that we all will pray for deliverances from people that have strongholds and they want to accept Christ as their Lord and Savior and just don't know how that they will do so today. We are also going to pray as always for the world that it be world peace and that God would just spread his sinless, spotless blood all over the world today, all over people that's grieving today, that has over lost, that they've lost a loved one, or some that's just, we just don't know how, we just, in our life and just in so much turmoil that we don't know which way to go or which way to turn. But I'm here today to let you know you can always turn to Christ Jesus. He's always there for you. He's the King of King and Lord of Lords. He is the only one that could deliver you out of the hands of Satan. So we just want to pray for a revival. We need a revival. All of us do. It's something that we need to turn away from, sisters and brothers in Christ, and our lives that we need deliverances from, that we need to just start all over, because we know that the Lord God will forgive us. Okay? So we want to pray that in Jesus' name. Amen. And we also want to pray that today that God would open up the minds of those that are listening this morning and give them a clear understanding of the messages and the answers that my husband and I give straight from the word of God 
uh, are none of the testimonies are of our own, but these are, like I said, true testimonies from other people that write in or call in or drop in letters from someone else or they want their testimonies to be heard and, and read. So we're going to also pray and ask God that none may become offended by what they may hear, but they may take it and add it to their lives and try to ask God to deliver them from the things that are just like it that's going on in their lives, a lot similar, and that they may ask God to help their neighbors or their families and friends and loved ones, and that you all may spread the gospel of Jesus Christ and tell them about the Ark of the Covenant ministry and tell them we would love to have them if they don't belong to a church. We would love to have you to come every day and listen to us. As I was saying before, our series on storms come in many forms. We know that they come in divorces, accidents, loneliness, pornography, fear, abuse, death, depression, sickness, alcoholism, joblessness, abortions, violence, rape, and trafficking. We know that none of these evil demons come from God. So we just want to ask God today that he would break every stronghold that Satan has on people's lives concerning any of the things that I just named and any of the things that I left out that I may have not named. I mean, there's so many people going through so many things that are stressful in their lives and keeping them down. So we just want to ask God to break the chains of bondage, any occultic realms that's on our lives today, Father God. We just ask that you would protect us, Lord, and you would free us from the bondage of Satan. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. I'm going to get started this morning. Um, I had an envelope to come to me uh, yesterday through the mail, and it was two of them, and it was from the same person. Uh, the envelope read, please read mine for important it says, attention to Reverend and Mrs. Hill. Read mine first. Okay, so I'm going to open this. Give me a chance to open it. The one with the testimony in it. Okay, just bear with me a minute. Because it's taped closed, too. Uh, Uh, okay, it says, good morning, good morning, and praise the Lord to you, Reverend Hill, and to the missus. I am a pastor in Gary, Indiana, and I have been following all of your shows and testimonies and preaching for over a year, well over. And first of all, I would like to address the question that was put to you by the gentleman street. Reverend Hill, I can't help but notice that I believe you know just what he meant by lust. I notice you don't answer most people's questions when they ask you something about you or your life or your past. You will, but it will be indirectly. You seem to have a way you use scripture to get right past them, but it's not really asking what they have asked you. 
I would really like for you to be direct. If you're really a man of God, you shouldn't have nothing to hide. I dropped your letter back up year before last concerning some disturbing things about you and your wife and in your marriage you were young and early married. And I didn't put a return address on it because I thought that it was something that I needed to do and I prayed and asked God about it and so my wife typed something up for me as I dictated it to her. I know you very well and you know me quite well yourself, brother. And, wait a minute, and the things that I heard about, I won't mention them right now because I've already discussed it with you in your letter. I hope that things have gotten better. It sounds like maybe perhaps it has because evidently you are planning to at least get back with your wife. I would also like to discuss some things with you that the Lord has shown me and three other pastors that we sit down sometimes at the nightfall, sometimes in the mornings, sometimes in the evening, sometimes when we just gather together since we've been fully vaccinated and have brunch and meet up for lunch and we discuss some things. Reverend Hill, we're praying for you. We're praying for you. You're young enough to be my son. As a matter of fact, you might know who I am, my oldest child. It's maybe just a few years, maybe a year or two older than what you are, if I know what your age directly is. But I would like to say to you, we're praying for you, because you don't have to be in that wheelchair. You don't have to be in the Silver Birch Independent Living And I used to visit with people that were there. As a matter of fact, I know a gentleman now that I pray with that lives in that Independent Center, the same center that you in. Your problem is you are holding on to something that we all praying that God will lose from you. You yourself need some deliverances. You're holding on to something or to somebody you have not forgiven, but you think that you have, but in your heart you never have. Right now, my brother, in the name of Jesus, you could get up from there and walk. God will break every demon, every spirit offer your life where you would be an everyday normal man to be a husband to your wife. Right now, in the name of Jesus, it's something that you holding on to that you have not let go of and you are your worst enemy, your self's worst enemy because you refuse to do it. As we sit down and we go over and we go through, wait, baby, you want me to continue to read this? As we go over and we go through and we look at you, that's something that you do. You are living in bondage. Your mind is locked. And this is the only thing that you think is for you. Don't get me wrong, sir. I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with having a ministry of your own and worshiping God every day and trying to encourage others to do it. That's what God wants us to do, to help each other, to pray for each other. And I can certainly tell you that God has certainly sent you an anointed woman. I believe that God put that woman in your life, as I said to you in your letter, back up year before last for a reason. He put that woman in your life to help you to grow, to learn how to love. Because looking at you and listening at you, you don't know how to love that woman of your youth that God even gave you. Right now, after hearing of the death of your child, and you said, not child, children. 
Well, it's only this first one that I heard about. You should have been way more supportive to your wife. But it seems like you have a stemmed anger when people bring it up. You should have been way more supportive and there for your wife than what you have been. And your reasons for being there, my brother, is not just a thing of rehab. It's not just a thing of you there and you'll be home soon and you don't want to be in there all your life. You're not home because I really believe what God is showing me is because you've been there all that time because you want to. Your wife needs a husband. Your wife needs you. She needed you. She needs the support that you should have been giving her all along and all the time. She got to go through this by herself. Man, let me tell you something. I have a wife. And out of my wife, my wife bore me eight children. Eight children. And we lost a baby also that's in heaven. But I was there for my wife through the struggles and through the things you might hurt as you described and said that you did when someone asked you about it. But you could never hurt the way that woman that carried that child in her womb did. See, I will never, I will never tell anyone that I hurt the saint as my wife and I'm that child's father. That's in heaven with the Lord. That woman is aching. That woman is hurting inside any time a woman can give birth. And it's so easy for us as men to say, well, I hurt too. Have you put your arms around your wife or do you use excuse? You in the silver birch and you sick yourself. If your son was here living right now today, is that where you would be while your wife is raising this little boy by herself? Is that where you would be too? And now today talking about rehab, see they have in-house and out-house rehab centers that they can send you to. You seem to stand okay. You seem to be doing okay every day. I'm trying to understand it. Every day that we could watch you and look at you, you seem to be doing pretty good. We've even sat around and ate peace and watched you when you do your little singing medleys and your little shows. My brother, you need to go to God on your knees, and your wife is certainly a prayer warrior. She asks and call all the warriors. Warriors is supposed to be, but he have warriors. <laughs> he, uh, your wife seemed to call on all the warriors, uh, which we really don't hear you do a lot. Being a pastor, reverend, slash man of God, it's not just being heard. It's not just being seen. It's not just putting on a sideshow. It's not just offering your comments. It's not just giving your counsel. But you as a person, brother, need to be delivered yourself. Let go and let God. In your mind and in your head. And you know what? I have seen a lot of people, people that call themselves pastors, lose their minds, crack up, just go crazy. God want to deliver you, and you'll be able to take a stand just like any other man. You'll be able to get up out that wheelchair once you are free. It's a demon that's keeping you always down and always sick. And with things in your mind, oh, I'm sick. Oh, it's my heart. Oh, I'm like this, or I'm like that, or I'm like this, or I didn't have enough of stroke. I didn't, since I've been knowing you and hearing tell, he back in the hospital. He this, he's that. 
All of these things can be gone and God could deliver you from it. But first of all, you need to forgive in the area that you need to forgive. You need to be asked to be forgiven in the area that you need to ask to be forgiven in. And of course, I know we say, oh, well, I have already been to God. Have you? Have you truly repented yourself from the things that you're running from in life? Is it in your mind? Because I heard a young lady talk the other day, just the other day. And she was talking about how her husband taking her and the kids and locking them up. This man is actually trying to keep this woman and those kids in bondage and standing behind the Bible and locking them up. He want to take them and put them in a room in a circle and put chains and locks on the door that's putting them in bondage. And if you don't be careful, you're going to wind up being the same type of guy like that that lock your wife and your kids down. And I heard your wife just give a testimony where she'd been there with her first husband already and that she refused to ever go back in a circle or in a room or in a square or in a closet and her and her children be locked down ever again. You need to pray to God and ask him to give you four deliverance, not just, oh, wait a minute, this is a, a paper sticky. It's a couple of pages. Not just to ask him for deliverances of everyone else, but you need to ask God to deliver you, and you need to do more than just set yourself in the chair every day. You got a million and one things going on in your life, Reverend Hill. How much time would you really have after telling us two weeks ago that you and your wife, your bedtime? It's 4 and 4.30 and 5 and 5 o'clock in the evening. How much time will you really have? Is all your fun and laughter just talking about going winning your wife a stuffed animal? Is that how you court and date your wife? You have to date her. You have to court her. And I mean, I know that you may feel like you don't need nobody to tell you nothing. And I know once you answer what I'm saying to you, you're going to always have something that you want to say smart because you are very, very clever. You have your way that you can slip through and seem like manipulate the minds of those that will let you. And I sit and just look, you have gone from place to place to place. Every time I see something, and I know somebody that knows you real well, that's a Facebook friend of yours. And she's a female. And we can see directly into things. This is what you have been doing, like you said, for years and years and years and years and years. How long do you think your wife is going to put up with you? Sooner or later, she's going to notice that you're not completely there as far as saying just reach. God, it should have been reaching instead of just reach. God, is that the only thing that you do? And this is not saying that you should not daily be in touch with God. You should not in the evening or at night be in touch with God. But man, <laughs> he got a lot of twirls there after man with, with pump. So that's what that is. Man, <laughs> give yourself a break. It's a wonder if your brain don't explode. It's a wonder if you don't fall over with a heart attack or croak from high blood pressure. That's a lot. That's a lot. And you never could love God too much, but <laughs> give yourself a break. Give your wife a break. 
do me a favor, brother. I don't know what you got that's there or what's keeping you there. Go home and be a husband to your wife. Provide and take care of your wife because I know plenty of pastors, a couple that you know very well right here in Gary, and they say you have one of the sweetest, most lovely wives in the world. God gave you that woman for a reason and you can't even see it. Love her right. Pray and ask God to put in you and give you the strength to learn how to love this woman. Just keep telling them. And just quit telling everybody how much you love her and show her. Learn how to love her because you don't even look like you know how to love to me. You look like it's just something you say that's easy, spoken, easy, say it. But it's a lot of things, Reverend Hill, that you need to do. And you need to be delivered. And once you are delivered, you will be a brand new man. And then you could be the man of God that God wants you to be and the husband that you should be. And I hope that God will bless you with other children. And then you could be the father that you really need to be. But you really don't know how. It seems to me like half of you and part of you is still in the world. And half of you and part of you want to stand behind a pulpit. You need to be delivered. So I hope you take, and as your wife say, you and your wife's own words and not be offended by what I am saying to you. And don't get me wrong, I would never try to discipline or chastise a grown man. But you need to grow up somewhere in your life you never have. Forgive what you need to forgive. Forgive who you need to forgive and just stop saying that you have and in your heart you really have not forgiven. And most of all, you need to learn how to forgive yourself. Come clean with God completely. Dance with God completely. Love God completely. Then you'll learn how to love your wife. Go home and be a husband to your wife. And as far as work is concerned, with the issues and the problems and the health problems you have, we can see that you cannot work. But you know, if you could be on the computers the way you are and all over the world, you got a good voice. You could sit out and work from home. I heard that you don't work for the American Red Cross anymore. Can't they find something for you to do from home to call in or do or something like that to put food on the table and take care of your wife and support and pay the bills? You playing games. You want to be there. And then, what is that? You want to be there in Hammond and then socialize with your wife via satellite. That's not a marriage. Be glad that woman is still there because it's a whole lot of men that's fully delivered, that worship God in the right way, that would love to have her. So I'm going to say goodbye, and I'm going to just sit back and relax and listen to how you respond. Amen. God bless you. That's all he got on that baby. Okay, and he didn't leave no name, did he? No, he didn't leave no name, and he said that something about he had dropped you a letter here before last, and he said he didn't leave a name on there no, either. He didn't put no name on that. Uh, 
Okay, well, I appreciate it. He didn't put no return address or nothing on that. I, uh, well, whoever you are, uh, I appreciate you and your, your, he said him and the three pastors been watching for over a year. Uh, whoever the three pastors are, I truly appreciate you all watching and uh, your wives watching and all of that. I truly appreciate that. And uh, I do, uh, I did get your letter a uh, year for last uh, while I was here. It came. You did receive a letter from this man? Yeah, I received a letter. But let me tell you something, uh, my dear friend. First of all, whenever somebody send me something and, and re don't put their name on it, I don't read coward's letters. That's the first thing I do not do. If you coward enough to send me something and not a man enough to put your name on it, I don't even read it. I throw it in the garbage. Because I figured you're a coward. If a man is, if man or woman, if you man or woman enough to send me something, be man or woman enough to sign your name to it. Because that's the first thing I look for. Is the man or woman's signature that sent it. If I don't see no signature or the individual that sent it, I rip it up and throw it in the garbage. I don't read now word. Next of all, if you got something to say to me and you know me, if you knew the address, get in your car and come on. Man of God. Man of God, you wants to be in my business and gonna tell me what I'm doing Bring your man of God self and your three little friends and come. Amen. Come on. You going to tell me what I'm doing with my wife. You see, it's two things that's, that's real annoying to me as a man of God. A lying and a busybody. If you gonna be uh, open up your mouth and be a liar, then stand in front of me and lie. Don't be a coward and put it on a piece of paper and don't sign your name and then don't do it where somebody can't see you. Don't do it behind my back. You and your three little friends, you know the address. You know the address. Don't 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 act like that, man of God. Because if you know me, if I had anything to say to you or those three little friends you with, I would say it to your face in the middle of Broadway in broad daylight and give you a half an hour to draw a crowd. and we'll tell it to you right then and there.
it will be no way in the world I would hide my face to say it. Man of God. In the Bible, when Paul got ready to rebuke Peter, he didn't do it behind the people's back. He rebuked Peter right there. He didn't lie on Peter when Peter didn't want to eat and all this here because of this situation and that situation, he corrected Peter right there. And if you call yourself that you know me, then be man enough to come right here and tell me to my face. So I can correct you by you dipping into my business, number one. Because if you know me, I don't know now man that stood in my face and had the nerve to tell me about my business because I ain't never stood in another man's face to tell him about his. Especially about you trying to tell me about my wife. You don't know anything about my business. You don't know anything about me and my wife's business. It ain't a man walking on the face of this earth that I ever talked to about me and my wife. You don't know anything about me and my wife's business because I have never spoken to nab two-legged animal walking about me and my wife's business. So I don't care what you think. I don't care what you and these other three people think because your opinion is just like what you sitting on right now. Everybody got one. Amen. And your opinion means nothing. The only person that I have to answer to is God. Amen. And nobody else. And this woman right here, and I guarantee you, she knows exactly what's going on. Amen. That's why she is with me. That's I'm, right. I'm not trying to coach you. I don't like boys. That's right. And if I was coding boys, it wouldn't be you. Amen. And when I answered street, I answered him direct and straight. There was, I told him from the beginning when I answered him, there was nothing here that I was trying, as has ever been in my house, that I was trying to lust after. There was nobody, I've been in their apartment lusting after. What part of this conversation that you did not hear? What part of that that you missed? Now, if you're looking to try to tear something down, that's what you're supposed to do. That's what all devils do. Amen. That's right, baby. That's what all devils do. Because being direct is what I'm always is. I, have, I, I don't beat around the bush. Direct is what I'm always is. So if you want to look for direct, you're talking to the right individual. Anybody that knows me will tell you that I am direct. 
and worrying about what bills that I pay, that's my wife's department to, to worry that's about right. what bills I pay. That's my wife's department. You not laying in between me and my wife. That's me and my wife's business. We don't. That's right. And then the thing, don't nobody know what bills you pay just because you're there until you complete all of your therapy. Don't nobody know what bills you pay. You pay bills. But, but, but we ain't got to talk about that to him. He don't deserve that. Right. He don't deserve that. He, That's right. We, we, we don't. We don't discuss that outside of our house. That's between right. That's right. And my wife. That's our business. That's our business. What I purchase to put in the house. You know, I'm still purchasing, putting stuff in the house. That's right. Amen. People are still coming by. Where you get that from? Oh, my husband sent that to me. <laughs> She's still mm -hmm. doing that all day. Every other how they think the vehicle? How do you think this vehicle running? <laughs> Every other day, somebody coming. Where you get that from? Your husband? What? Where he buy that at? I, I can't. I don't. Mm -hmm. know. The only thing I know, it shows up here, and he sends it here. That's, right. that, that's all she knows. It's just showing up there. You, you, you know, so don't don't worry about what I'm doing for my wife. Because it makes that's me right. sound like you trying to get my wife. And that's going to be a whole lot of problem then. Mm -hmm. Don't worry about the wheelchair if I think you're trying to get my wife. Because when you sit down on the toilet, I'm going to be the one handing you the toilet paper. <laughs> you, 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 you make it sound real bad. Man of God. Now, uh, we here at the Ark of the Covenant Ministry, we ain't about to tear, we ain't here to tear down nobody. I'm Amen. Not, I'm not trying to get in your business. And I, that's what my wife asked me, do I do? She wanted me to continue for her to read that letter. Go right ahead. That's your opinion. And your opinion is your opinion. That's fine. I, listen, I don't mind you talking about me. It don't make me no difference. Hallelujah. You and your three friends, hallelujah. God bless you. Because it only confirms the word of God. The Bible says that they all not going to like you. And if they all do, something is wrong. It's something wrong if all of y'all like you. It's something wrong. And then if all of y'all so busy trying to figure out me, then where is your ministry? That's right. Amen. Because I know your ministry is not trying to figure out me. God didn't call y'all to figure me out. I know he did. That's right. I know he couldn't have called you to figure out me. I know he couldn't have called you to figure out me. That is not the, the ministry. And the Bible tells me in 2 uh, uh, Corinthians chapter 9, verses 12 and 14, verses 12 through 14, it tells me that the ministry that God has given me, that it, 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 it is to supply the saints. And also others are getting 
getting full thanksgiving from, from others. We, we supply right. the saints and others is getting full of thanksgiving. And they uh -huh. are thanking God for the ministry as well. They, 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 they thanking God and they praying for us too. So the ministry here, the Ark of the Covenant ministry is being supplying the saints, those that already know Jesus Christ. We getting thanks, uh, letters from them that's asking questions and we doing the best we can to help them. We doing the best we Amen. can to, to minister to them. The Ark of the Covenant ministry is growing. Uh, 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 we having a lot of fun. Uh, we doing songs, we doing teachings. We on the air multiple times a day. Uh, uh, we having viewers multiple times a day. Uh, 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 we having great time. We got podcasts. Oh, we haven't just having a remarkable time. God is doing a remarkable thing here at the Ark of the Covenant Ministry. Yes, yes, yes. A, a remarkable thing. He's doing a remarkable thing. Uh, so uh, we we are blessed to be a part of this thing. We, I mean, we are truly blessed because we know it's all God. We know yeah. it ain't none of us. We, 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 we know mm -hmm. it, it's not us. And we know that the saints are being blessed. And we also know God is drawing other people in that is not saved. That's what That's God right. is doing. People are getting saved through the ministry. And we yeah. know when that happens that Satan will send his dominion. And we also know that Satan's dominions will say that they are saved, that they are pastors, right. that they teachers, they they apostles, they deacons. Satan will be dressed up as an angel of light. We know the Bible says that. So because you say that you are a preacher or a deacon or whatever and come before me and you trying to tell me about my business, I already know you're a liar. That's right, baby. That I already know. Because if you know me, if you knew me before I got saved, you wouldn't have the heart to stand in front of me and tell me anything about me. If you knew me, if you truly knew me, God forbid if you knew me. But for the That's right. of Christ, we are so grateful that God has called us to the ministry. So we are able to understand why people do what they do. That's right. We understand it today. So you coming and saying all those things that you said, don't do nothing but ensure that we are on the right track, that we doing mm -hmm. the right thing for Christ. And I don't know what your letter said before because you did not sign. And I do not read things that are not signed. Because to me it's cowards. And I don't have time for cowards. That's 
right. I really don't. I really don't. If you're going to send me something, uh, preferably I'd rather for you not to send it. I preferably rather for you to just come on and just you and your three little friends, come on up and talk. You and your pastors, y'all come on up. I ain't got no problem. Come on up and tell me what you got to tell. That's right. Satan and his groupies. Come on round. <laughs> come on up and tell me. Please come and tell me. Come right on up and tell me. I'll listen to every word you gotta say. I'll listen to every word. Come on and tell me. You got anything you gotta say, wife? No, honey. We just go. We just gonna pray for him like we do everyone else. And just ask, and ask for their salvation, that their salvation be completed. It's not you that need to be delivered. It's people that are like this, that's out to tear everybody down, put strongholds on, and to try to pierce and poison the minds of those that are baby Christians that don't understand, and they try to uh, bring a spirit of falsehood over to the ears of the listeners that don't understand it. At the same time, this is just a trick from Satan and his groupies, and this is what the devil is trying to do. And we just want all of our faithful friends and listeners to know that we would appreciate you. Just keep listening, keep coming, keep tuning in. We guarantee you we come straight from the Word of God. We're not here to tell nobody down, and you will grow. You will grow right here from this ministry. Just listening at the word of God that my husband and I present to you straight out the Bible, God's word. So just keep coming and keep being faithful and keep listening. We're going to all keep praying together with all of our warriors and our saints and our friends. we we just going to keep growing together and we will really appreciate it. And as my husband pray for you, we're going to pray for you too, Pastor, you and your other three groupies, you know, your friends and everything. And we want you all to keep coming and listening. Please keep tuning in and listening and praying with us and, and everything else. You know, and don't pray against us, then pray for us. And we're going to keep praying for you too. Amen. Amen. Let us go to the throne of grace and um, let us remember that God the Bible says that God created two great lights, the greater to rule by day and the lesser to rule by night. And he created the stars. And he put them in place for them to give light unto the earth. The Bible lets us know that God has a position and a place for each thing that he created. Everything that he created he give them a place and a position. And for each individual that's in the body of Christ, it is a body. And we all will illuminate and give light unto the earth. And with this light, it will glorify and magnify God Almighty himself. Neither will tear down nothing. All will glorify God Almighty himself. 
The Bible never gives the position to another to judge one another. It gives us the right. same position to glorify the earth, to be salt of the earth, to be a light set upon a hill where all could see. Because to be God's mandate that he wishes that no man shall perish. Now if you feel the tugging on your heart, if you can see the light, if you can feel the knocking of God upon your heart right now, you can take care of this right now. All you got to do is just believe on the name of Jesus Christ. You can go and ask the Lord right now and receive him as your Lord and Savior. You can do this at this present time. Let us go to the throne of grace. Father God, I am a sinner. And Lord, I believe on you. Lord, I'm asking you right now. As I lay before the throne of grace, Receive me, save my soul, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. Amen. That's a beautiful thing. Now, we also, I want you all to know that as she says to us all the time that you can start reading your Bibles and if you don't have one, you could begin to go and get one from the thrift store or you could pick it up at the Salvation Excuse Army. Me. Orange juice is fine. You could go and get one from the nearest church or order a thrift store. Also, we want you to know that if you start reading your Bible, you don't, and, and let the Holy Spirit begin to reveal the word to you, you will be able to see through the falsehoods of this old world. The only way that you can get deceived, the Bible said, let no man deceive you. That means the adversary won't be able to deceive you if you take the word of God and study it for yourself. If you open it up for yourself and begin to study it. The Bible says, study to show thyself approved, need not to be ashamed, a workman rightly dividing the word of truth. Study it for yourself. The Bible said that you won't be tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine, by the slight of men waiting. Study it for yourself. Open it up. 
Because men will try to tangle you up, say in it, and do all types of things to you. But you got the Holy Spirit in you that searches the deep things of God. The Bible says in John chapter 16, verses 13 through 15, that it will reveal Christ Jesus unto you. It's going to tell you about God. Study it. Find you a Bible-based church. That pulpit preaching that's going to give you some conviction that's going to help you grow. Now, if you want to stay here with us, we we love to have you. Now, we done worked out the glitches on on our app, and I know exactly how to do it now. <laughs> took me a while, but man, we done listen. We done worked out the glitches on the app. I could, I could tell you exactly how to do it now. You can go directly to our app. On, you, you got to download it on your phone, and this is how you do it. Or you can go to the app store. You can go wherever you go. I don't know if you got one of them Androids or the iPhone, wherever you get your apps from. You can go and download the Spaces app. Spaces, S-P-A-C-E-S app. You download that app and you put this code in. The code is capital K, capital F, capital Q, capital G, E, S. All in caps. K, F, Q, G, E, S. You put that code in, it's going to and hit download, it's gonna take you straight to the Ark of the Covenant Ministry app and download it straight onto your phone. And there you go. And you can join whatever uh, thing you wanna join. Uh, It's got different challenges. You can go to the challenge page and you can get the different challenges to come to your phone every day. The different groups you want to join. You can watch uh, the YouTube pages on there. It's got all kind of great stuff on there. Also, it's got a a room on there that's straight for the uh, Covenant Seekers, the the new game we done started. All kind of great stuff is on there. We, we steady expanding, God is steady blessing. Or you can go to www.ark, A-R-K of the covenant, C-O-V-E-N-A-N-T ministry, M-I-N-I-S-T-R-Y.com. Go through one of the portals there. Uh, prayer messaging, mental or physical workout or spiritual exercise and put in the same code. It's going to ask you for a code. And the code is again K-L-Q-G-E-S That's K-L-Q-G-E-S all in capital letters, put that code in, press the button, and start the download right on your phone. And there you go, you right in there. You can go through the different pages and check it out, see everything that's on there, Do all have a lot of fun, a lot of great stuff. 
or you can just simply follow us on our YouTube channel, Ark of the Covenant number two channel. Ark of the Covenant, the number two channel, and we got hundreds and hundreds of videos. There's so many videos there. Ooh, man, you could spend a week there, can you, honey? Yes, you could, honey. Oh, so much time. <laughs> and just enjoy it, though. Enjoy it. Have a great time, man. You can have a great time. Yes. Yes, you can. Get yeah. your family together, get your popcorn and chips and candy, just sit down and just enjoy it. Enjoy it. You can really can have some great times there. You can, yes. you can, you can just subscribe to that. Uh, and the app is free. The our YouTube channel is free. Uh, you can just subscribe to that. That's free. You can also get our podcast. Whatever podcast platform that you use, Ark of the Covenant Ministry Podcast, it's on Apple Podcasts. Uh, Spotify, all the major podcast platforms. It is free to free subscribe to that. A lot of fun. Listen, all the uh, made all. I mean, it's a collage of things that we do. Uh, uh, check it out. I mean, some great stuff on there. We got going through the Bible in ten minutes. Listen. You, we spend three minutes on interpretation, three minutes on uh, application, three minutes on revelation, and one minute to wrap it all up. All oh, we're going through the Bible verse by verse, line by line, starting in Genesis 1 1. <laughs> Check it out. We can also follow us on Facebook, Ark of the Covenant Ministry Facebook page. Check us out. We try to be everywhere you are so you can. Get the gospel of Jesus Christ. They all believe we crazy. So we crazy. <laughs> they, they believe I'm crazy. You just heard the man say I was crazy. He right. <laughs> it ain't no doubt. He definitely right about that. He sure right about it, y'all. I'm here to tell you. I'm going to confirm that part for the man. He did tell the <laughs> truth about that. I am stone wacko. <laughs> I tell my wife all the time. Every time somebody tell us about we crazy, I tell her every time she said, I say, they telling the truth. We are crazy, baby. We crazy. We crazy as a living. Me and my wife, we are psycho. We can believe me. We are listen. I and we and I'm gonna tell y'all this. If y'all leave us alone, we won't bother y'all. Believe me. We not gonna not we not gonna run to your house. We're not going to bother you all. Only thing we want to do is serve the Lord and love one another. Amen. That's it. That's all we want to do is serve the Lord and love each other. Uh, That's all we want to do. That's yeah. all me and my wife want to do. We ain't going to bother yeah. you. We're not going to bother you. We just want to uh -uh. serve the Lord and love one another. That's all. Right. We ain't going to tell you how to love yours. Please don't bother us how we love one another. That's right. How we love one another, please don't tell us how to do it. We're not going to bother you how y'all love one another. If y'all want to stand on one foot and on one finger and, and, and hold each other's ear, that's where y'all love one another. Y'all love it. We like it. All right. We gonna love each other the way we love each other. So please, please, 
We're not gonna tear you down. We're not gonna try to poison you. We're not gonna try to poison your ministry. We're gonna tell the truth about the gospel of Jesus Christ. It's Christ, that's right, baby. Amen. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Amen. And as my wife Amen. always says, Jesus loves you, and so do we. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye.